Alright, welcome back. Welcome back to Greenbox Gaming Plays Delta Green Possible Landscapes. You are joining us as uh, we were uh, as we were an audience to probably the best Michael Caine impression I've ever seen. Days, <laughs> your next character should just be Michael Caine. <laughs> Michael, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. <laughs> uh, but yes, I'm joined by Dace playing Benji. Hello. Joined by Hank playing, but is Hank playing Brad, or is uh -oh. Brad playing Hank? Oh. Which? Oh, the plot which thickens. Is well, he's there nonetheless. Okay, he's yes, just showing. That's fine. Uh, and John playing Benedict. Hi, hi. So, the idea of playing Michael. What well, were you going to say? Something? Do you have something? For this? <laughs> Tangent. The size of a tangerine. <laughs> I don't. It's probably not as funny we, to those no, who we're certainly not. We can't go back <laughs> no, to that. That's no. very much Inside of the moment. Work, no. But yeah. if you onward and upward. But okay, so you know, but there are there are a lot of you know there are a lot of really great you know like character actors and stuff in the world. Like if you had to choose one to kind of like use like their accents, you know, and like their kind of feel like to play a character, like I know, would Michael Caine be one of them? It's not a bad one. It'd be an entertaining one. Um, I think it'd be great. So much so a, that I think awesome, that should be someone's character. There's a, a skit. It's Rob Brydon and Steve Coogan, who are two British comedians and entertainers, if you aren't familiar with them. But it's just like them going back and forth, kind of like, you know, rag, uh, um, razzing each other. And like, talking shit about each other just Michael Caine impersonations. <laughs> and that's that's what made me get into the Michael Caine accent. I really highly recommend that everybody watch that video. Yeah. Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon. <laughs> well a little aside there. Another great um British actor that with which I tried to do for your campaign um with Heavy Hand was Brian Blessed. Oh yeah. <laughs> Can you give us a snippet of Heavy Hand? No. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I I really like um God. I cannot I cannot believe I've forgotten his name. Uh he's a, a method actor who does uh, There Will Be Blood and Gangs of New York. Um Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis, like uh his I can't even remember the name of the character from Gangs of New York can't remember it's been so long since i've seen the movie now um but god that i think that would be a really good one i think that there was actually what was it there was a character in the game dishonored that was like a direct i don't know if it was bill the butcher who said bill the butcher there's a character in dishonored that was a direct ripoff of uh daniel Day, of bill the butcher um i don't know if there's ever a, a problem about it but i mean it was like they they basically just made him into a character in the game. Like everything about them, the voice, the, his kind of the way he was, you know, he was a gang leader and this whole thing. Um, I want, yeah, it was, a uh, it was good. I can't remember what his like, you know, method for getting into build the butcher was on that one. Besides, I think he just like wore that air clothing constantly and almost died of pneumonia because yeah. he was because he were he refused to wear actual warm clothes in the winter. Yeah. And he, he worked he worked as a butcher. Wow. I know that. I remember oh, that. Yeah. 
I know, John. You got any? You got any good ones? I'd go with Charlie Day. Charlie Day from Zoe Sunny. <laughs> just that, like that shrill, high pitched, frenetic, manic. <laughs> yeah, can see that being a good character. That's what I'd go. I, I would love just, to. It would be so difficult. Well, it, it goes. I, I don't. I don't think fast enough to do uh, that. I. You say that, John. You played a really good character in one of our control group games where it was the one where you guys were the soldiers in um in Afghanistan and you were playing like the group heavy you were like a uh like a like a a, a, a Polak American uh <laughs> just like killing machine uh yeah like even wore a hat for that one yeah you dressed <laughs> up for that one you cosplayed for that one that that was a fantastic character similarities between him and Charlie Day <laughs> I'm just saying that Jean has it in him, you know. Like he's, oh, okay. You know, he's, he's got uh, the range. I got gotcha. you. He's got the range. Yeah, Thanks. always got some range. Kind of reminds me of uh, what is this? Like a, a very similar feel to like Animal Mother from uh, from Full Metal Jacket, but with a a, a, hmm. a less racist, more Eastern European tilt to him. Who is the guy that uh, right was the lead and Leon the professional? Ooh, I can see him. I can't remember his name though. Also had a small part in the Godzilla movie starring Matthew Bo- Broderick. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Isn't well, is it wasn't that like, the same guy from Hold on, I'm about to look him up. Well what do you what do you guys think about using like characters like from other things and like adapting them as like a, a base? Like is there is there like t- can you be too much of just that character? Never. Okay, there you go. What do you mean, like the, the actual personality-wise? Or just how how far you, how far are we going with this? I guess it, are we gonna wear their face. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> John um, Reno is his name. John Reno. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, like, do you? I think some people would think that's like, well, that's not like a really good because it's not original. So like, it doesn't have the same feel to it. You know. Maybe. I could see the argument for that, but I, I don't think there's anything wrong with using it as a starting point, and then, like, mm-hmm. it's inevitably going to diverge from the source that you pulled it from as you have your own unique experiences as you're playing that character. Yeah. And it's going to turn into something else. I, oh man, the perfect example of that was Crix. Like, Crix started out, like, yeah. not necessarily with the character, but the the accent that you had for Crick started out like you used um what what did the we, belter accent the, the from, belter uh, accent yeah the belter loader what's the name the of that expanse. show the expanse the expanse yeah the expanse. what a fucking wild accent like <laughs> right yeah i would yeah. not re- recommend that you know anybody that. ever try it ever <laughs> it's so insanely out you there you get like, like super specific with all the british or like united kingdom accents like just like a right. couple yeah, miles totally. north, it's like completely different, which is wild to me. Yeah, like the Jordy accent, that which is yeah. a fantastic accent. It's one of my favorites. And but, like even the difference yeah, between just, like Manchester and you know, I don't know what is the Liverpool, like, Liverpool stuff like that. Right, north versus south. It's that's fascinating. Yeah, but I mean, like, but you that accent you started with the Belter, uh, whatever it is, the Space Creole. <laughs> Yeah. Space, space Cajun, uh, and like you started with that, but it 
it really did become its own thing. But that's not because it's like mm. you're right. Like it's it laid the foundation for something. It was a hopping off point for you then to yep. make it your own, and it was its own yep. thing. I mean, it was and it was great. It was, yeah. Even all I could muster I managed to do a song using it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you did. That, that was actually easy. For some reason, it's easier to sing really? in an accent than just to speak. That's fascinating. Maybe wow. because when you're like speaking in an RPG, you're improving, so you're not only having to think of what you're going to say, you're having to think of how you're going to say it. All right. And for that reason, accents can get distracting. So I totally get what people don't play yeah. with them sometimes. Yeah, I mean, you know, it doesn't have to be a part of everyone's thing. It can just be no. a, a cool, a cool part of you, but yeah, not necessary. I just think it's fun. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and we're here to have fun. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, right. Well, speaking of just having a good old-fashioned fun time, uh, if there's any way to describe how you guys have experienced the library thus far uh, in the Dorchester facility, I think it's just you guys are just having a great time, and you're going to look back on this, you're going to look back on crushing yeah. that guy with those books, yeah. and all of almost being stabbed in the neck, and all this stuff. I think you guys are just going to look back on this and just have a good old laugh, because it's been a good time. Chuckle. It's just been a good time. Uh, the team. Hank, Benji, and uh, Benedict are still in the library, having uh, having begun to navigate it. And I say navigate, not as if everything became clear that it cannot necessarily be navigated. Uh, but nonetheless, they know they need to get to the other side. Uh, you guys had a few interesting interactions, you know, at first kind of figuring out that it looks like people have moved through this area, you know. Um, and you guys eventually came across this sleeping man who uh, seems to have some type of connection with, uh, of all people, Ham. Ham is back in the picture. Um, but this character, this kind of like hoboish kind of character, appears to be the subject of this book that you found. Um, and that's to say nothing about the encounter you had with the mannequin. And you guys did learn something new. These mannequins might be dangerous. Um, you know, everything up to this point has been, you've always kind of seen them from a distance. They've always been kind of doing something. But you guys now have the impression after uh, coming to blows with one, though it retreated, that these things are not defenseless. That's for sure. Um, Misunderstood. Thing- how aggro, I'm curious about how aggro they can be because we've never been attacked. They've always been very passive yeah. in the world. And uh, apparently, touching them—it's like a no-touching rule. So, yeah. Well, you at know, the very there was least, a not try to was had. pull it through a small hole against its yeah. will. <laughs> yeah, didn't like that. There was a conversation that was had that was like, if we come across any of these Carcosian clockworks, we should probably not fuck with them. Uh, we didn't know it was, it was like, like a clockwork. <laughs> we had to get up close to see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you guys—it was all for science. It was an experiment, and it was a successful one. Yeah. No, I think. I mean, none of you were stabbed in the face. No blood. No, there was no blood. There was some hydraulic fluid, but no blood. The last thing bit. that happened <laughs> is that you guys, specifically, kind of Benedict and Benji, had seen this. Um, I'd seen a, a bit of a, an interesting scene. A familiar-looking clearing in the books, um, in the stacks, and you observed what seemed to have been yourselves 20 years ago as you retrieved a 
wooden kind of military-esque crate full of shotguns, um, gas masks that have <laughs> this, this yellow sign emblazoned upon the inside of their lenses, uh, and trench coats. That was the last thing you guys saw. I don't think we put the gas masks on, did we? You did not. There was a there no. was a bit no. last season them. when you encountered them, and you guys actually had the wherewithal to take a good look at them before you put them on your face. Uh, and you discovered that. Decided yeah, not you to. discovered the yellow signs, and were like, "This might not be a good idea." So you didn't. <laughs> you remember? And it was mentioned last. So it was mentioned else. last time, like about the books falling on the man thing. Like, oh, was this one of those death traps? The gas mask were death traps. Okay. Really? I just, I, cool. I said then, I was like, you shudder to think what might have happened if you would have put these things on. Can you, can we get a peek behind the screen? Can you tell us what they would have done? Oh, you guys would have lost some time. And, uh, what happened in that <laughs> time may have not have been super. That doesn't sound Maybe like, like a, a library track. situation. This sounds familiar. Yeah. Sounds well, like the library. We're right here. We could try to kill our past selves and put it on. Of course. All you have right. to do and see what is happens. go kill your past selves. Take off the mask. Take uh, off That's how we mask. take off the mask. That you take that's off the it. mask. That's it. It's been there all along. The mask. <laughs> Benji carves his face off <laughs> and holds it up. Take off the you mask. turn into Jim Carrey from The Mask and you start doing a dance with a swing jazz group behind you. One moment, guys. I gotta, I gotta get my dogs. Talk amongst yourself for a second. Okay. All right. Oh golly, what do y'all want to talk about? The mask. This is so. <laughs> this is a time about... to strategize. We need to strategize. No, let's talk about what the hell are we how do? hot Cameron Diaz was in the mask instead. Okay, that seems like a good use of time. <laughs> Everybody wants to hear about that. Prime Diaz. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think there's anything to do, but just like the the night floors is so weird because it seems so expansive and yet it feels like a railroad. Oh, hey, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> what was oh, that about our railroad? Talking about Cameron Diaz. Is that Cameron Diaz was it, is it expansive, but also a railroad? I'm... Right on. Okay. You nailed it. Exactly. Okay, so, here you guys are. Looking into this kind of can clearing. I... Go ahead. Can I... So, we, we've looked into this clearing. Are we through, like, a set of books? Like, a wall of books? Is it that kind of Basically. situation? Oh, did we just turn? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Benedict's gonna notice this, and he's a little—he's a little bit, I don't know, a little erratic at this point. So he's gonna try and like shout out to himself and to Benji. Like, you there, you handsome, great <laughs> fox, you, you handsome devil, <laughs> you there with the sharp-looking hair. Um, yes, look at me. Well, you know, this is one of those weird situations where as a, you know, GM handler, you know, I get into a weird, a weird, you know, kind of a thing. Do I respect a causality loop or do the timelines diverge right here? Oh, you're going to have to tell us either way. 
It'll give us information. I think that basically they probably continue on. They don't seem to notice you. Lazy. Sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or maybe the echoes just get swallowed up by the books. It's um. So yeah, so here you guys are. As you guys are kind of, you know, kind of focus in. We'll say that you know again. You hear a sound from Ham. This time, not an eager bark or a curious whine, but maybe you hear the sound of the ball being dropped to the ground. Hank's, or Ham's been carrying the ball with him. The ball drops to the ground. You hear it make a tiny squeak as it hits the ground and bounces a time or two. And Hank is... Or Ham. Sorry, I get... Hank drops the or ball so much and gets his hackles up. Uh, and Hank, and Hank starts to growl. Uh, but yeah... Hank's always dropping the ball. <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing shade out of nowhere. But Ham is looking back the way you guys came down this kind of corridor of books. And his hackles begin to rise, you know, his fur along the back of his neck. You know, no, like begins to kind of rise, and there's a, a low, threatening growl. Not a threatening growl like when you guys had first seen Ham a little earlier. It had growled very, like, don't mess with me. You know, like, it was like a warning growl. This is very aggressive. This is different. This feels. St- What's wrong, boy? Doesn't look good. Uh, should we get out of we here? We should get ready to run, but I kind of got to know what Ham's growling at. Very. Well, let's... Can we dig through the books that we just saw ourselves through? Can we make a passage? You probably could. You could probably get yourself through that way if you'd like. There is a skittering sound further on the way that Ham is looking. And again, there's kind of this ambient light. There is no light. There are... Maybe there is a light source here and there. Maybe there's a desk with a lamp on it every now and then that's on or something. There's kind of this ambient light. And it... It feels, it is very well lit, so everything that you see or hear, you know, is like, or that you can't see is typically behind something. And you see a book down the way, probably about 50 feet away, you see a book fall off a shelf. As if it was pushed from the other side. Just dump uh, it. Benji Guys, runs over to it <laughs> and, like, peers through the empty space. No, 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 no. Benedict's gonna hold him back. Like, don't go there. Nope. Are you going to restrict him from moving? Is this going to become... I'm going to try and restrict him. Um, this is dangerous. We, we don't have to ro- roll opposed checks. Benji will stop and just be like... Don't you want to know what's on the other side? What pushed that book off? It's no. classic Benji. <laughs> I, I know you do. I know you do, but there are other ways. Ham is not happy, and Ham didn't even know us, and now he's like with us. Hank. He's, this is not a good... We need to run. an alertness with the critical 66. Critical success. Whoa, look at this guy Neals. dropping crit balls. Hank, you're standing there. These two are kind of having their little their little talk. Hank, you're alert. You're as alert as Ham is. And you kind of, I imagine, and you're listening. It sounds like there's something fairly small moving on. It doesn't sound like there's someone walking around on the other side of the shelf where this book came. It seems like there's something small 
uh, and you hear a a very like a skittering sound across what sounds almost sounds like the top of the books. Um, something quite small. You would whatever it is, you think it probably is no bigger, you'd say, than probably a a rat or a cat moving in and Bellas, I'm on set right now. Something small, skittering. This has all the signs of a little cherub-esque killing machine, and I say we should... Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> if, it, if I have my vote, we should go with this dog's instincts and go the opposite direction. I hear what you're saying, Hank, but yes. there is a small chance that this is not a cherub, but in fact a uh, catman frogpeed, uh, which would be bile. <laughs> I'd imagine that would make a similar <laughs> skittering sound. As this man with the I, symbol <laughs> on his forehead again, hang just like side eyes, Benedict. Yeah, yeah I imagine. Benedict grabs Benji <laughs> in like a bear hug in the hold and says, yes, I'm sure it is. is, and starts like I mean, walking him the opposite direction. He says it right there in well, the bars, gosh. He, he, he appeareth as a cat frog, a cat frog man centipede. <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> it's right <laughs> there in the occultic text. I will say this. Uh, we, I like the instinct. We need to keep it focused. Why did we come here? We came here to find the King Bell fella. Um, yeah, but I do not think this exactly. is him. Let's uh, not go that way as my vote. Can we just see? Just take a peek? Sneakily? Sneaking oh, like? You've been... You've been Ham begins to Benji. bark. We're... No. Well, finding a way out. Stuff. Let's find a way out. Buy a way out. Uh, question: This book that just got knocked off the shelf is that like forward? Is that the only way forward? I think with these, this back the way you came, but you guys are at a dead end. You could go through the bookshelves to the clearing. You could crawl through the bookshelves. I'd say. Wait, wait. So we're in the middle of an aisle. We see. We look down the aisle. This is where the one book fell off. And something's on the other side, this le- either left or right. Yes. Um, but we can't just let's go in a different direction, not necessarily back where we came, but still like, uh, you know. Pe- like I said, you can crawl through. Yeah. You're at a dead end. The book and the sound is the way you came to get. To oh, the it's, dead end. it's okay. Um, but you can crawl through the shelves so the to get through area. the clearing where yeah. you saw. Benji, I'm going to tell you right now, I do not think we are equipped to handle whatever that is. uh, And we do not have the upper hand of stealth now. Let's let's dig. Go at your own risk, Benji. I can't. You're your own man, and you can can do what you want, but uh, go at your own risk is all I got to say. Can I try to persuade Benji? Something drops down from a higher shelf. And lands. Go ahead. I was going to say, I don't think you have to persuade Benji. I think this is one of the very few times that Hank and Benedict have just been straight up like, no, this is bad. I think think it's futile. We've ran out of time. Something drops down, uh, similar in a way that you'd imagine a large cat to uh to drop down kind of on all of its fours and it indeed appears to be some type of quadruped of a creature except that instead of being made of 
flesh and fur. It appears to be a jumbled mess of seemingly wet paper pages and the covers of books. And it kind of comes to a uh, a not quiet, but not terribly loud, you know, uh, you know, as it kind of slams down into the middle, seeming to have like almost like fallen or jumped off the shelf. It turns what appears to be a head toward you, a head that has a mouth that is full of what looks like broken pieces of glass and perhaps nails. Um, oh, wow. And it looks... It works on movement. <laughs> its vision is based on movement. It looks to be like a weird, like, awful, homunculus child's paper mache approximation of, like, a large cat. Uh, and Hank, or Ham, is barking at it and seems to be trying to kind of guard you guys from it as it's, as rising up from its back is a kind of swishing tail. Kind of mm. Let's slowly back, back up. Back and forth. Dig. S- yes. Someone Dig. start digging. Digging back up. I'll, I'll like kind of stand there digging. with Ham. You know, try to ease slowly go backwards. You know, while I guess, and a dick digs <laughs> a path. Benji. Forward. Benji parts the hair and reveals the symbol on his forehead, and he's like. Oh, great King Bile, <laughs> I don't perceive your demonic visage, and I welcome the gift of your homage. <laughs> um, it raises a weird paper mache eyebrow at that, and <laughs> and jumps back up into the shelves as you hear it begin to move around. Uh, unsure if it's attempting to flank you or to move away. Um, but at this point, you guys have begun to okay. create a passage through the books. Yeah. Benedict's failed a strength, but I don't know if I need to do that. I don't think you really that do that to move books. All right. Um, you guys can mm. create a passage big enough in the shelves for you to move into the clearing. Let's just press forward and not yeah, um, I think... mess with that thing. Yeah, I guess that was yeah. the wrong cat. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, yeah, yeah, Benji. Just out yeah. of curiosity, while we it was how, uh, with your knowledge of the uh, crazy, weird stuff, what, how would one uh, go through um, the ritual of uh, uh, summoning this bell fellow by? Uh, well, I'll tell you. Point of order. Point of order. Let's discuss this later once we're fucking safe. (laughs) Thank you very much, both of you. And tries to, like, get us through, and then we will come back to this. So, Joe, can we be... Can we be safe at this point? You can, can be we, like, moving. Can we dig through yes, you can and get, get to the, the other side? Can, can we be get to the other side and get to the clearing? And again, this is a uh, this is something that is this Ham is, with yes, us. Ham can come with you. Um, the the weird thing is this is he's still barking. He seems to once you guys get through, he seems to be still be alert, but is not specifically keyed in on anything particular. Okay, this clearing again, like it's almost like a little. You know, like like the like the center of a hedge maze where there might be like a little clearing with like some benches and stuff. It feels like that, like almost like a park, but it again has this weird barricade that looks like someone had taken shelter in in the middle of it. 
Um, Hank, you've never seen this place. But the other two, it is the most bizarre sense of deja vu. In that, you remember it, but again, that whole set of memories seems foreign. It seems questionable. Mm. Like you, you find yourself doubting if you ever saw that had been there at all. In the in the um, weird bookstore, right? They near the boxes that we. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Uh, make a search or an alertness. Probably a search. Probably. Let's see what we get. Success for Benji, 10 under 50. Okay. I will say that as you're looking through, you can see where the box was. It's pretty plain. Um, But as you're you're going through, you find uh, that there perhaps is like a... Similar to like this being a park. There looks to be a little... um, To be like a little like garbage can with like an ashtray on top of it. And... You open it up and dislodge its, you know, everything it's in. You pour it out and take a look at it. And you find, uh, you find, for one, you find a, like a, a like a half-eaten sandwich or something. Mmm. Um, you know, which might be good because you guys are all, are starting to get hungry. Uh, we feast! <laughs> but you also find, you also <laughs> find a lighter that looks to have just enough fuel in it to maybe light a few more times, uh, but a mostly spent lighter. Okay. What color? Oh. <laughs> and it's like, it's not like a Zippo. It's like a modern, <laughs> like one of those modern plastic lighters. Uh, that's green. Lighter. It's, it's green. Oh, green. It's a Bic. That's a rare is color. Is it a Bic or is it an off-brand? No, mad. it's Bic. Rare color green. Right. It's really real detail-oriented. I'll let Hank and Benji know, just in case. This should be important. We that is green. some shit down. We got away. Oh, it's also green. Alright, let's take that <laughs> with us. And Benedict eats the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> like, not he even just... asking the other two. Hold up now. Oh, what what kind too. of sandwich was it? Well, well, doesn't matter. Wow. He's hungry. What kind of sandwich? Um... Well, that's a good question. Uh, what kind of sandwich was Benedict eating in 1993 when he was tapped on the shoulder by the man? It was something with pickles <laughs> and uh, some kind of cold cut it's meats. That. So, a sandwich. <laughs> so we have no, we still don't know what kind of sandwich it was. <laughs> what was it? You were talking about our playthrough and how most groups do it and like... <laughs> <laughs> they don't take as long <laughs> sessions and you said we really want the the completionist route yeah is this what you meant <laughs> this is this is what i meant because we talked about sandwiches uh, i'm hungry so all right as brad now that we're talking about okay good <laughs> noted good to know thank you um uh, good thank you so all right so we could make a fire with this and i feel a lot better so thank you for following me benji um I don't feel safer, but let's let's keep going then. Uh, but I do want to know. Let's if, well go ahead, Benedict. I'm. I do want to know uh, how would one summon the King Bio? Yeah. 
Well, this well, is this is something that you absolutely know. Uh, you know that it really it's the big thing it's going to take is the drawing of a symbol. Um, some check. Uh, yep, yep. <laughs> the drawing of a symbol on the just, floor. Just any old symbol on the floor. <laughs> on, the, on the on the floor um, to inscribe the symbol <laughs> that one must sit within it. Um, you'd think that there are a lot of things that are like quote unquote required, but you don't know if that's necessarily true. Um, you think you have seen around the place, you have seen candles here and there, like on some of the desks and stuff. You think that candles might be kind of important, but you think the okay. big things that are the most important are for, are the symbol to, and to, st- uh, go through the ritual of the naming of the 72 demons and the rehearsal of the Prime Anumicon and things like that. Please. Which are thing naturally, which are things that Benji knows with a 90 and a cult knows off the top of his head. Um, I'm just someone who has handled the Archigoisia. I'm just throwing that out there. I mean, that's the whole reason we came here is to talk to this fella. Uh, why don't we... I can't believe I'm saying this, but why don't we attempt this ritual instead of going on and possibly being attacked by Pinocchio's friends that come back to jump us and this uh, cat paper mache? I mean, let's just try to go straight to the source. Hank, to the to the source of all of our problems and hell. It do would we, be do we my think greatest honor. <laughs> oh God. I'm just, I'm open, Benedict. If there's, I mean, I'll I will say there's potentially I'm, I'm we okay could go this. find someone else that's lost in here that's not a hobo, and potentially you know they could be like, yeah, you don't want to talk to that guy, Bile. He's a he's no good, which he probably is, but uh, I don't know. That's fine. I I see your logic. I just want to. I think we need to make some preparations in case so that we have some kind of ability to survive and it seems like barricades and small fires have been set up by other people who've come through here so we could maybe make a little safe zone and try this ritual under our terms yeah yeah a little circle of salt something like that Benji do you know anything that uh, demons don't like uh, Croatians. Wow, <laughs> they're a little bit. <laughs> There's a long history. <laughs> wow. Was well, we don't have uh, any of those. I don't think. Um, right. Um, it kind of depends on the demon. I think. It's you know they're all they're individual demons. Are they, they have different likes they... and dislikes. Any are there allergies listed on the each demon profile? Uh, Not to allergies. <laughs> Joe laughs, but he knows. You know what? It's know. kind of interesting. The only other thing that we haven't really said out loud is that it says he specifically can make you invisible, and it also. You think he's been watching us the whole time? I don't know, and but then at the beginning it says whatever you can do or dream you can do begin it boldness is genius power and magic in it so that hobo might have had like it's very similar to like kind of what that hobo's doing he's like dreaming things situations and okay doing so you think maybe 
Like, this is kind of his realm that we're in. Maybe. I like, his little, his little section of the night floors. Um, Just like Sandman. Yeah. Not unlike that. I mean, Benedict did okay, try to um, manifest something. And that didn't really go anywhere. Yeah, no flashbacks. No but, flashbacks. But maybe I was doing it wrong. I'm just going to try oh. this one more time. We're going to need guns. Lots of guns. <laughs> Lots no, of guns. guns. Oh, damn. Well, it was worth damn a it. shot, Hank. That was a good instinct. <laughs> now you boys ready to summon a, summon a king of hell? Yeah, let's build some barricades. Let's light a small fire. Keep it going. And then let's do this. Yeah. Luckily, you already have a pre-made barricade right here. So you can build on it, you know, or kind of stick it all back together. You know, you feel like you can make something that gives you some semblance safety is that the goal i you think so summon a demon? yeah or at least to have like a, a single point of entry for anything coming in if that's even possible Fair. Fair. okay and fire is this can we light a fire luckily you are in a place that is has a much higher flammability index than most places so it is not difficult to start a fire certainly does fire work normally? Seems to. Just, like, really going back to basics yeah. here? Okay. Seems to. Nothing odd. Um, you know, and you can always, you know, pull apart a piece of a bookshelf to get, like, a big fat piece of wood, you know, and stuff like that. Like, there's no shortage of firewood. Okay, and the way that we came is all, like, jammed up. Can be. Ham is with, with us. You. Yeah. With the 90 and a cult, is there anything in particular that Benji knows of that would repel demons? Specifically, the one we're trying to summon. Roll me the occult. Let's see if you get anything really snazzy. Success, 58 under 90. Okay. Benjamin, you also... Or Benji also knows that there is a difference between necessarily the occults, which is like the human understanding of the unnatural, and then the unnatural. Um... One of the interesting things about the, the Ars Goetia and the demons therein is this goes back many, many centuries. This is like the classical understanding of demonology, which in some ways is like kind of like cosmopolitan and fun, kind of like in the way of a Ouija board is, um, you know. But at the same time, that doesn't mean there's no truth in it. You're not sure. Are you, when you say to protect yourself from demons, do you mean from the creature that you just encountered? Is that what you mean? Or do you mean demons? No. Like, like one of the six kings of demons. Mm. To be frank, nothing comes to mind. Um, okay, you know that in order to do the um, to do the the preliminary invocation of the prime Numitan, um, which is the summoning circle, uh, you know that one will typically need to draw the symbol, sit within it, enunciate a certain um, uh, litany. And then must enunciate the name of all 72 demons. And then also, and then the last thing you do is you actually write the name of the demon that you want to communicate with in the circle. Um, and that this is in and of itself an invitation. Okay. Um, is there anything Can in the... Benedict? Good. Sorry, I wanted to just add to that. Benedict's got some occult and maybe some experience with the daily 
male. Uh, did, can he remember anything about weird cat paper mache stories? Cat. <laughs> That's good to no. Gonna say a long shot. All right. Yeah, that, that's gonna be big fat no. Um, is there anything in the room that I can write with? Certainly. You like I said there are. Keep in mind the trappings of a library are all around you, and, and if nothing else, you can walk out a little bit and probably find something. Um, Benedict had was already trying to attempt to make a map, so probably has something. Okay. Well, y'all want to do this? It's the last chance. Yep. Yep. All right. I think we're ready. Okay. Let's do it. Ham, sit there. Look cute. Are Be you going to Be do ready. this in solitude or with your friends nearby? Uh, with the friends nearby. Okay. Like in the same vicinity, but maybe I'll be the only one in the circle. Okay. Unless they just want to join in for fun. I just mean, are they I there in, in on the this? area? <laughs> yeah, same area. In our fortress of solitude and safety. Benji okay. draws a pentagram with the symbol of the Deathly Hallows and writes the name Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do I need to roll something? All right. Uh, first, roll me roll me both an occult and an unnatural roll. Tell me what you get, please. Cult, success with a 79 under 90, okay. unnatural, uh, 43 over 28. Okay. That's a failure. Your unnatural skill is very high. Not high enough. That's very high. Like 28, that's pretty damn high. Um... Okay. All right. So you guys are sitting here. The you sit in the circle, Benji, that you know to be the protective circle. That the nature of being within this circle is that you actually are protected from the ritual in and of itself. That is the which is something I would definitely share with Hank and Benedict. Yes, you probably would. Oh. I would want to be in that circle then. Okay. With that knowledge. Mm-hmm. Same. Okay. So you make it big enough for everyone. Um, yep. And him. Are you gonna write down? Are you gonna Are you gonna get them involved in it? Like write down the the words and have them say it too? Or are you just gonna lead the way? I'll lead the way. Okay. Because this is my shit. You begin to enunciate, uh, and the last thing that you do while before you close the circle, and we'll say that you either have a pen or even that you know you start the fire and you like, use the charcoal to like, uh, you know, to like create the circle, the the circle that is again by its very nature like it's protective. You, do you want me to recite all seventy-two names of the demons? I, I got them right here in front of me. <laughs> I just think it would take a while. Uh, well, not that I don't want you to. I just think it didn't take a while. I don't. Maybe do three. Well, we don't want to. Okay, we don't want to do this ritual in real life. Okay, you see. Okay, you're <laughs> yeah. on Demon Web 101. I don't have a real circle up right now. You're on Demon Web 101. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. You see where it says "remain in the circle" and recite the invocation. Um, up towards the top where the symbol is. Oh yeah. 
Just read me those first four lines, as Benji. Let's let's hear this first four lines of the ritual. Thee I invoke, the bornless one. Thee that didst create the earth and the heavens. Thee that didst create the night and the day. Thee that didst create the darkness and the light. The ritual goes on, and you know I imagine Benji's pre in what he's doing. <laughs> And the other two of you are just kind of sitting there, kind of just, like, what's happening? <laughs> kind of thing. Um, and you're going through this, as you're going through this. Uh, let, me, let me roll a dice real quick. Da -da -da. Here, all right. Hank, Hank, you, you hear something. You hear something from uh, outside the barricade. Um, it sounds like uh, like the sound of like 1920s music. It becomes mm. drifting in. Um, and as you're gazing out, you see approaching your barricade and kind of leaning and kind of under like kind of a, what you call it? Kind of stretching herself out over the edge of the barricade, but you can still see her is a beautiful woman in like a typical kind of like flappers kind of outfit. Um, and her face and her lips are decorated and painted, and she uh, she kind of waves to you and uh, and kind of makes like an alluring gesture toward you, as if prompting you to come to her to come hank. to her hank uh oh, oh yeah. hank hank like see you eyes doesn't tries not to like uh give her any reaction okay there's i don't a, know man she's pretty hot she's pretty hot you sure <laughs> she kind put of a, put a picture of her on the murder board let's see she makes like kind of a pouty face and then is almost ripped back from the barricade like as if she was being pulled by a, a rope just like mm. like pulled back uh, Benedict you see a familiar looking pigeon perch again oh. on the edge of the, of the barricade what? it's Papua New Guinea no it can't be Papua New Guinea do you guys see that? At you. it's my big it's my big boy <laughs> Oh, oh God! I think he will, he will, he will, he will start to step forward, but then like hold himself back. Like no, it can't, it can't be. It, it can't. And no, he's not here. No, 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 no. Okay, this is the moment where we get to decide how much Go we're home. in a metagame and how much we're not. Do you think that it's difficult for Benedict to make that decision to stay or not? You tell me. I think it's his... He's got an... Okay, straight from Benedict, he's got an awareness of how fucked up this reality True. is, and he's being ultra safe. So I think he would catch himself. He wouldn't just be tempted to go and, like, dispel all of that belief and go and tend to his fucking bitches. Hanks. Who's out here in the library all of a Hanks sudden. Hank's pretty hungry, though. <laughs> he's really, he's, You're he's not looking eating at that, that pigeon. 
It's Hank or Brad talking. Yeah. We're one. In hunger. Who was that bond that uh, Benji had? The blues, the blues man. Um. Oh, model. T model. T model Ford. Yeah. <laughs> he T model. Benji, Ford as, come you out are, of- as you are, as you are. As you are enunciating this, you are surprised to see through the edge of the barricade uh, T-Model Ford himself. <laughs> Singing his classic song, Chicken-Headed Man. <laughs> well, he's... Chicken-Headed Man. He's standing there, and he uh, he holds up what looks like two tickets, and he points one to himself and the other one to you. And again, it's like he's like waving for you to come join him. Oh man! But he's he's dead at he this point, dead. right? But did that ever happen? Did he really OD? Benji sort of like loses focus on the ceremony for a second and kind of gets distracted and looks at him and like reaches out his hand. T model, is that you? <laughs> he like reaches out, reaches out, and he stops. And he's like, oh, "Wait a damn second. T-Model Ford ain't never given nobody nothing for free in his whole damn life. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Again, like, T-Model is, like, pulled back. And you realize now, all of you realize that your barricade is not surrounded by that weird ambient light, but complete pitch black darkness, uh, which seems to just kind of hover right on the edge of the barricade. As even Papua New Guinea is like snatched back, almost violently back into the darkness. Who was the lady in Hank's life? Could be anybody. Just a lady. Just a nice lady. Not just, just not a, a bond nice lady. or someone in particular that we don't know about. Hmm. If I could please get a roll. Let's see. If I could please get a roll from. Benji, go and roll me a d100. Hey, thirty-three. Ooh, thirty-three. Thirty-three. Okay, hold on, I gotta do some math. So, what's your sanity at right now? Um, sanity is at thirty-eight. Okay. Jesus. Breaking point is 36. Alright. Okay. 33. 33. Trying to think. Alright. All this happens, you know. The fire is like, like at some point in time, it becomes very obvious that there's like almost like a wind ripping around. And the last step of the uh, of the ritual, Benji, armed with his charcoal, you know, burnt piece of a desk, reaches down between his legs as he's on his knees and inscribes the name and the symbol of Bael. And as the last words exit your mouth, there is a sudden hush over everything. 
There was the sound of whipping and rattling. You could almost feel like you could hear the sounds of books being pulled off the shelves and falling down beyond in the darkness. And there is a complete and utter quiet. And the next time all of you blink, the light is back to normal. You're all sitting, kneeling in and amongst your barricade, the fires cracking quietly. You're all sitting in the barricade in the middle of the opening. Ham leans up, was was maybe like huddled like down beside one of you. Now perks his head up and looks around. Maybe looks up at Benji and whines. Nothing seems to have happened. Hmm. Well, uh, this is kind of embarrassing. Uh, I, I swear it usually works. <laughs> um, it's the first time it's ever happened I, I, must, to me. I must be a little bit nervous, you know. Um, I don't normally do this with other people. <laughs> right. Oh, I understand. Performance anxiety. Well, uh, it's fine. I'm sure it happens to a lot of uh, people that are privy to this kind of knowledge. Uh, don't, I don't think of you any differently, uh, Benji. Not, and, uh, you know. Yeah. No. It's not because of age. I've had this happen when I was younger too. It's <laughs> right, just like right, an anxiety right. thing. <laughs> it's just anxiety. You know, do you want to? Do you have enough? Head. Do you have enough energy? Do you want to try again? I mean, uh, How are you feeling? Maybe let me eat a sandwich. Take as long as you want. Get a drink of water. <laughs> Take as long as you want. We're a team, you know. So... It's it's not just you. We're, we're all in this together. I just maybe if I could. <laughs> That's where I'm drawing. What I say about it? Maybe if I could go down on you and then try to. <laughs> Oh, wait, were we talking about the same thing? <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, it's the gentlemanly thing to do. It's only polite. It's only polite. Okay, you... So we should. Nothing happened. Does it just appear that nothing happened? Well, you happened? say that. Um, does does Benedict say that? Like, are we sure nothing happened? <laughs> yeah, are we sure? I felt well, something. Well, let me roll a you, but... Yeah, I think it worked just fine. What? Who the hell was that? Holy shit. Who was that? Did somebody actually say that? Uh, you all turn as Hank rolls his, his 15 under 70 alertness roll. And you see that sitting within your barricade on the park bench kind of thing that was there is a man. King Bio? Jesus. Is that you? Parts his hair, shows the symbol. <laughs> Big fan. Big fan <laughs> of your work. He looks, the man looks up. <laughs> and the thing is, is you guys actually feel like you have seen him before. He looks familiar. I don't know how much it was ever mentioned or, or not mentioned, really, but there was a, uh, there was a man who was a patient at the Dorchester house, who maybe you only saw his 
his records briefly. And you see this man sitting before you. Go ahead and... That is Thomas. Thomas Oh, Bale. shit. Wait, where is this guy? You put him where? Yeah. Yep. Put him on in the middle. Go ahead. In the middle. So this is... I'll we. This is a patient it. at the Dorchester. Correct. And he is sitting there. Oh, I'm sorry. He's a Timothy Bale. Timothy Bale. Timothy Bale. War vet. He had night terrors, PSD, relatively unstable, couldn't adjust after getting home. Yeah. Is the notes we have on him. He is sitting there and he has a he has a book in his hand. He seems to be kind of reading it, and he just kind of takes it and throws it. Kind of tosses it aside as if he wasn't really that interested in it. He goes. Oh yeah, he says, and he sees the symbol on Benji's head, and he kind of chuckles. He does. He's like, "I don't think that was. Uh, I don't think that's entirely necessary." Wait a minute. So, but you were a patient at the Dorchester, if and Hank's like a little fuzzy, like you know the same thing. Yeah. Like, was that an actual facility? Blah blah blah. And he is wearing a. He is wearing the clothes of some. Oh, I already gave you his picture once. Ah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, um, it was right there. It was literally right, right there. Right there, yeah, Timothy Bale. His surname was there the whole time. And it was just below King Bale, which I changed to not a kitty. <laughs> <laughs> not to be confused with a kitty. Yes, you see. And he's just sitting okay. there in front of you. He says, he says, yes, I... He says, well, gentlemen, I, I understand you want to have a... Uh, conversation with me uh i heard from uh mr wild to be expecting you so you're yeah gulp demon (laughs) demon (laughs) he he kind of he i don't know he he kind of leans back he seems to kind of to kind of take that in he's like what is what is a demon anyway? You know, uh, I'm just I'm just playing my part, is what I am. Just like you, you're playing your part. We have different parts. How did you get this part? I was given this part. This has always been my part. What is your part to play? Well, I'm. I, I'm more of a think of me as like a walk with me, gentlemen. We, I, I, have, I actually need to get back to work, uh, but we also have a something we need to do together. Uh, would you hold mind up now? Me? Hold up. I think Benji uh, said something about we need to stay in the circle now. Uh, oh, yeah. it's far too late for that. Mm. What do you mean? He. He's standing at this point, and he just walks into the circle with you, and now you're all standing very uncomfortably close. He says, Oh, he's like, no. He's like, I, I don't think your circle's any good anymore, Benji. I don't understand. Did I get the invocation uh, wrong? Oh, no, you did just fine. did great. He kind of gives you a little pat on the shoulder. You did good. Are we... This business that we have together, are we in danger... 
that we need to fear you, King Bio? No, 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 absolutely not. I'm, I'm sorry. And he, he kind of takes a step back. He's like, you know what? I came on a big strong, guys. No, I, I very much want to make sure you guys get to your next mark. Okay, that is that is my goal here. That is what I'm doing. Think of me as like, not not a director. I'm like a I'm like a stage manager. And I know King. That kind of has a certain connotation to it. Don't mind it. It's just a name. Stage. I have a question. I have a question for you, Timothy. The stabby dolls, the stabby machines, the stabby mm-hmm. cherubs. The paper mache fucking cat with teeth of glass. The, the Are these all part the of tiger. your paper tiger? Cute name. Why? Are you, why? This doesn't seem. Are you really helping us? What's going on with these? What's our next mark? Well, you have to get out. Let me ask you this. It said you got a part to play and we got a part to play. Yeah. What part are we playing? What's our role? Oh, uh, you need to find the author's bottle. But you can't do that here. Who's the author? The author. That's your part. The author. You mean to say we're the the author? Yeah, the play. We need to find the author of the play. What do we do with the bottle? Well, yeah. And that's a that's another thing, uh, Bael. If you don't mind me leaving off the king part, we we've that's heard fine. a lot of talk of these bottles and whatnot, and everybody gets touchy about this uh, bottle situation. I mm, mean, yeah, they do. <laughs> what's what's in the bottle? Why does everyone have a bottle? What's in the bottle? I mean, what's in the bottle depends on whose bottle it is. It's it, uh, it it helps people make sense of everything. It's it's a secret that they need that they need to hear. It's it's your purpose. It's it's important, but more important than you could imagine. For you, you know, and in, in your bottle, Hank has is there something in there for you? And it's good. I mean, it'll it'll make and, everything fall into place. And this author has trying to find his bottles well. Absolutely. But he needs our help to find his bottle. Well, the author's part is to write the story. Your yeah. Who's the author? What's the name of the author? Uh, he reaches into a pocket and pulls out a tiny little like notebook and flips through. He's like he's like I don't have that one handy right now. He's like he's like don't don't get me wrong, guys. I know a lot, okay, and I want to. I want to. I want to work with you. I want to. I want to do whatever it takes to get you to your next mark, okay. But the point of the matter is, is we got to get you out of here, because if you stay, uh, for instance, in this library, uh, something's going to get you, okay. And we can't have that. You need to make it to the next mark. I'm all for getting out of this library, but I don't want to go back to. Uh the doctor friend and that whole situation. Oh, no, no, no. None of that. No, absolutely unnecessary. Uh, no, no, we're uh, we're going out, out. So back to Boston. Uh, yes, to, and he makes air quotes. <laughs> Boston. 
Do you know where Abigail Wright is? Yeah. Where is oh, she? well, that Short is coast, very huh? important. That is actually very important. We would much oh, yeah. like to see her and converse with her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's, uh, I think that's, I think that's on the docket. Uh, yeah. Well, you seem to be, uh, uh very reasonable. Qu- quite frankly, more reasonable <laughs> like than I be. thought. I Quite thought you would be. surprisingly reasonable. Um, I'm I'm against the idea of monarchy in general, but I got to say, you seem pretty chill for a king. <laughs> Doesn't seem like you've let the uh, the weight of the crown. Well, like I said, it's just to, it's, to head, it's head, just a know? title. It doesn't mean anything. Look, the big thing here is like like I said, Tim. I want to get out, and I want you to get out too. And I figured out a way for us to all get out. Because if you get out, then you can finish your part. See, that's the thing. I don't... Does getting out involve dying? Shouldn't. Oh, thank God. Sigh of relief. Are you going to keep us alive? Uh, I'm not going to hurt you. That's just... That's just fucking semantics, my friend. (laughs) You say you're the stage manager. Well, let's oh, let's God. start. All right, I guess we I, have yeah, no choice. Follow him wherever he wants us to go. But maybe I would, as we're walking, still try to converse with him a little bit. He did say his method of getting us out is also going to allow him to get out. Did I hear that right? Yes. Yeah. Like, so we're going to release a demon into Where the world? Where do you need to go? I don't care. If the- <laughs> where, are you, where are you trying to go? <laughs> Hank is far beyond giving a shit. Yeah, so he he starts walking with you guys. He's like, uh, he's like, way outs. Most this is really similar to the way in. Uh, and eventually, he comes to a mound of books that seems to have another of these burrows through it. And mm-hmm. he's like, yep. how is how is Ham feeling about this guy? Fine. Seems to regard him with a little bit of caution, um, but you know nothing that he didn't do with you. And uh, he gets down on his hands and knees and crawls to this burrow. He says, like, "He's like, come on, time's a ticking." Okay, I guess Hank fell. And as how, how do you know Deborah? You hear Deborah's like, "Oh, oh, we're patients. We're both patients here." She didn't. You're not getting high with her, are you? Oh, we almost did. I mean, but not yet. We had other things to do. Well, I don't think you're going to get back around to that at this point. So, uh, Timothy, this is a bit confusing. You see, if you were a stage manager, one would think uh, of whatever this play is. One would think you wouldn't be in a position of a patient. You know, you would be kind of in charge of certain mm. things. So you can see how that's sort of confusing, right? Yeah, I can. That seems really confusing. This way. Let's take a right right here. <laughs> okay, this is going to be awkward, but I won't. I have to come clean. Tim, you mind me calling Tim's you fine. Tim? I thought you were a cat. <laughs> I straight up thought you were a cat. Yeah, I'd. I'd. He kind of looks at the other one. He's like, he's like, this guy, right? Uh, <laughs> have you? What? Why? Why the cryptic uh, descriptions of all of your uh, 
roles in in you, you seem pretty normal, but why what's with the cat We're all thing? pretty normal. We're just we're just playing our parts, man. You know, and whatever, you know, whatever I mean, gosh. He's like, "When did when did I even write that? What was it um the when I when I wrote all that stuff down, I was just going off of what I knew, you know, and the people who were around me. So, you know, be honest. Were you high? <laughs> I was. I was not high. <laughs> I was not high. Um, yeah, I think I, I think. Have you seen the book? What book? Uh, the yellow book. The yellow, but the the play. Is that what you mean? The play. Yeah, yeah. Of sorry. course. Of course, I've seen the play. I'm in, I'm in the play. We're in the play. The play is all around us. So what is the book? What is the physical manifestation of this book? What does that mean? Uh, what, why does the book okay. keep popping up? Okay, I got you. And again, and at this point in time, you guys have left after crawling through this burrow. You guys are... Uh, you guys enter at some point in time. You go down a few hallways that are pretty nondescript. They have a very back rooms feel to them at first. Uh, for any of you who are interested in the back room stuff, like very liminal spaces. Mm. And then you end up taking a turn and you find yourself walking through the hallways with a deep, plush, burgundy carpet and what that feel of a hotel again as you kind of have these flashbacks to the night floors and he's just walking confidently his hands in his pockets there is one part where you're walk through kind of a darker lit hallway and just for a moment just for the slightest moment the three of you see this vague shape floating just over his head as he leads the way this just the slightest glow of like a crown floating above his head mm. that this kind of aura about him that almost casts like a dim light he says uh he says you know uh you know um you know about atoms right atoms you know or like or like neurons you know mm. about neurons right you know how they work Vaguely, yeah. loosely, you know they're you know they're off or they're on, right? Mm-hmm. And then and because they're off and on, because they're binary, and he's just kind of he's just kind of kind of talking as he goes, and you guys are just kind of following him in its winding way. Says you know so so your neurons are binary, and so in the end, a lot of your everything about human humans is binary. You know, like uh, like we polarize things so quickly because we have a binary nature to us. It's almost as if the thing that we're built out of manifests itself in the bigger structure, right? You're like, that's kind of like what it is. It's kind of like that. The play is everything. The play is also like a play. a hive mind type situation. Not not like that. That's for sure. Like a Matrix kind of situation. That is a great movie. Uh, I swear. We need guns. Lots of guns. 
<laughs> he's like, you would not Dwarf be the son. <laughs> you would not be the first person to try that, my friend. Um, he says, but what we, but what we really need to do, he says, we're getting towards the end here, and you, as you guys are winding this hotel feel, this kind of, this kind of a environment that was similar to what you experienced in the Calistry building, it begins to get dingy and dark and poorly kept, and that kind of thing. And as you go there, you get to a spot where there are these two sets of big double doors. Like the double doors, like those uh, that have the push bars on them. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's two of them right next to each other. And he says, he says, all right. So uh, we need to, uh, this is where we're, we're going to have to get out of here, okay? Um, so I, when it's, we get in here, it's very important that you follow my lead. Okay. All right. He's like he looks down. He's like the the dog probably needs to stay. Now, this dog has been in poor care. When we last saw him, he was very happy and uh, you know uh-huh. a, a good pet. Now, look at him. Look at him. I yeah, cannot. Malnourished. I do not feel right about leaving this dog in this environment. Unethical. Yes. Well, I mean he'll be. Oh, you mean when you're when you meet him next time, he's in better shape. Oh hell. I didn't think about that. Yeah, he'll he'll find his way. Don't don't worry about him. Is this past Benji? I mean past ham. <laughs> <laughs> it just kind of like if you like look down at him, he just kinda looks at you and gives you like a tiniest little wag, you know, and Okay. Um, hmm. before, before we go on, what happens if the play stops? Oh, the, the play can't stop. What happens if we don't want to be a part of the play anymore? Uh, well, there are understudies. The play goes on. Benedict. There ain't no resolution. The play exists because the play must exist. Is there anything we could... uh, uh, Sorry. sorry. The play is at the very center of everything. And everything is currently moving toward it. And I know it doesn't make a lot of sense because a play is a play, but a play is also something else that's real. And it just turns out that everything that's real is also a play. The world you know out there, Boston, New York, the Daily Mail, Juilliard, your apartment full of homeless men, your sons, (laughs) how dare you? Your sons, pardon me, your sons everything out there it's not real it's all props and stagehands all of it Hank looks at Benedict and is like (laughs) (laughs) I think Benji is staring into his eyes a little too intently so Mm. Everything about the play, it's it's in Ouroboros. 
it's a snake that's eating its tail and constantly vomiting it up at the same time. It is, it, the world is eating itself and making itself all at once. And at the middle of it is the play in Carcosa. And that's where you have to go. But you can't get there from here. So it's my job to get you there. Can you tell me this? All right. I just want to know. Uh, I know we got this whole thing, this whole thing going on about not really having free will and we got to do this no matter what. But why did Abigail get involved in this play? Why did she want to, mm. uh, you know. She has become, a part to play. Maybe her part is a part of your part. Did she willingly take this part? (laughs) Did she willingly walk into that bookstore? Did she willingly buy a copy of The King in Yellow from Robert? Mm -hmm. Did she willingly share it with her friends and neighbors? Did she willingly descend through the lake and enter the palace? Hmm. Did she willingly put on her own clockwork mask? I'd say so. Clockwork mask, huh? Uh, Speaking of that lake, how do we get through that lake? Oh, that is, uh, that one is beyond me, I'm afraid. For right now, we need to get you guys out of here. How would you like to go back to, air quotes again, Boston? I mean, not really. Seems like there ain't a lot of answers out there. <laughs> and he puts a he puts a gentle hand on you, Benjamin, and it, it it feels it feels very genuine. He's like, no one's gonna make the answers for any for your for anyone but yourself. You have to make the answers. You have to find the bottle. You have to find the author. You understand? I understand, but... I don't know how. We ran out of damn clues out there. Without coming back in, we'd find something out. You need to find... You need to go to Broad Alban. Descend into the labyrinth. Find the bottle. Hmm. So you had why'd you say that up top? We can't say a whole lot of time. I mean, god dang. <laughs> Hank, I don't know. Just like out of instincts, I don't know what kind of situation we're going to find uh, Ham in again. But he kind of like says goodbye, boy, and tries to tuck the lighter into his collar for safekeeping. <laughs> okay. Unless someone wants to keep hold of the lighter, I feel like we're going to get back to modern time. There's plenty of big lighters in yeah. the quote real world. Uh, yeah, Benji will reach out his hand to Ham one more time and see if he's like a little more receptive, maybe. He is. You know, it's like you guys have kind of gone this way and he kind of licks your hand and he, uh, you know, he kind of holds his ball up to you like he wants you to throw it. You know? And... Yeah, yeah. Benji will play a quick round of fetch. Yeah. 
for you. Uh, I'm going to see you again in the future, Ham, and you're going to be a whole <laughs> lot fatter and healthier and happier. And it's going to be great. And, uh, I, I love you, buddy. <laughs> All right. Uh, get out of here. Don't play. I can't bear to see you like this. Um, there, you know, you, Bael, uh, Tim, pushes, he, he puts a, a finger to his lips and puts his hand on the push bar of the door and slowly pushes it open and all you can see beyond is a dimly dark a dimly lit mostly dark theater with a stage at the front which is bathed in spotlight and he turns to you and says we're just in time and that is probably a good place to stop Wow. Some Finally. Things, some things Somebody has some fucking answers. Some things are happening now. Some things are happening. We just we just had yeah, to summon a demon. and All you had you know, to do was summon the right demon. Some, one of the kings of hell, that's all. Yeah, to get uh, answers. Oh there, oh, there was something I forgot, actually. Epilogue. Epilogue, real quick. Right before he goes in, uh, he's... Okay, we'll say he stops. He stops right before he, he opens the door. He says, uh, there actually is one thing I need to uh, I need to give you, uh, Benji. Um, he he reaches out to, like, to take your hand, like in a handshake, right? And he mm-hmm. gives you one of those predator handshakes where he grabs your okay. forearm. And he pulls, Benji reciprocates. He pulls you close, and he whispers a word into your into your ear and you cannot exactly say what it is it's hard to know down on your character sheet in an empty space maybe there toward the bottom where the other skills are and stuff I would just like you but um, you know what let's just call it what it fucking is like you to put word of invisibility noise oh shit <laughs> um, a spell you know you know hell that, yeah uh, you know that this word is secret you know that it is secret meant only for you that to share it would certainly be folly you also know that it will make you make you invisible that sick as fuck this is the first time in any Delta Green that I've had access to like that level of occultism, and like actual sh- magic. And I'm sure no harm will come. From there will be again. no consequences. Be no consequences. I'm positive nah. that it's just like casting a spell in Dungeons and Dragons, and there is just nothing to worry about. I assure you of oh, this. I mean, it's, it's honestly, better than the alternative. In some ways, the it's, last time somebody, some the last time somebody whispered into my ear like that, I ended up killing him. So <laughs> that's right. Well, that's what I was going. But no, I just learned a sweet spell. Um, it's in some ways, ironically, it's uh more similar to the OG 
fantasy novel Lord of the Rings, you know, like he can't put on that yeah. ring without something horrible happening normally. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, guys. I'm just most upset that that bile was literally on the board the entire time. for the last well, I mean, since we started all India these Moon, demons are on the board apparently and since <laughs> you started talking yeah, yeah yeah well guys thank you very that much awesome i hope you're appropriately confused uh, i appreciate Certainly. that we, we can talk about a little bit on the back yes. end we can try to do a little bit of a sanity check here in a bit we can discuss a little bit depending on where you're what you guys have for time we'll just work it out but uh everyone everyone listening everyone watching man Thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. It is, uh, it's truly great that we get to play this and share it with people. You know, get to come along on a ride on the Jambulance. It's good to have mm-hmm. you with. Uh, connected to the, uh, in the description of this episode, wherever you're listening, wherever you're watching, there's links to all of our, uh, there's all of our socials and everything. Reddit is our big place. We do a lot of announcements on Twitter too. If you like what you're listening to, you want to get it a week early, you want to listen to the Sandy Check you want to uh, catch the backup character creations that we have, uh, head on over to Patreon. Patreon.com slash GreenBotsGaming underscore. And I would be remiss, I would be absolutely remiss if I didn't mention a new contributor, a new patron that we have. George. Hey, we're joined by George. George, all right. Appreciate it, George. Thank you, George. And uh, George or Jorge, whatever it is, uh, asked, did ask, uh, hey, like, I really like the song. Is there any way I can get that as a, like a ringtone, like the theme song? And uh, we kind of talked about it. And we're like, we were already had mentioned maybe putting some of our background music on our Patreon. Or on our Patreon and I think that's a project mm-hmm. I'm going to try to knock out this next week. Try to get that. So if, our, uh, so if you're one of our patrons and you're looking for some cool ambient background music made Handmade by our one and only Brad, uh, we can make those available to you. We ask you not to just put them out there on the great internet for everyone to use because we want to be special for you guys. But you know, we'll make it available to you, and whatever you do with it, we hope you enjoy it. Some good ambiance is most of what we use in the background of our stuff. Guys, thank you. Thank you for bearing. I got with you. Us. Thank you. Thank you. Very yeah. cool two yeah. episodes. That was great. A lot. Good. Yep. A lot. Mm-hmm. A lot to take in. A lot to take in, that's for sure. All right. Everyone, everyone listening, everyone watching, thank you very much for joining us. We will catch you next time. And remember, stay safe and stay sane. Bye. About this eyes, I'm a dangerous. <laughs> oh jeez about the size of a tangerine about the size of a tangerine you please have to keep that in the outro he was playing with a ruby the, the music is starting to float a over of a tangerine <laughs>